I'm Poltergeist, and I make inappropriate songs about horror movies. So basically, I just came to see some naked D's and A's for free. Take a peek, take a key. Twelve cabins, twelve vacancies, twelve bodies, mother pray for me. I might go psycho occasionally. One body, too many pray for me, cause we all go a little mad sometimes. No happy ever after, just chapter after chapter after chapter. Massacre, make the ripper look like an amateur ambassador of the slashers. Michael! Lord of the dead, Lord of the dead. Wake up in the coroner's bed This is the hour for mourning and dread Drain all the blood that was stored in his head All of the apologies that you can muster from your dread Won't protect you on your bed Nothing will from Pumpkinhead This is not a dream, baby This ain't Halloween, baby When I'm on the scene, this is what we call a scream, baby Subscribe on YouTube at Poltergeist OD. Follow me on Instagram and the Slasher app at Poltergeist underscore OD. The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris? I have something I want to ask you. I want to know your thoughts on a certain situation. Where do you stand? Okay. Okay. You have two people who are together. Partners, right? Okay. Um, what do you call it? Dating, whatever. They're together. Relationship? Right? A couple. A re- in a relationship. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, let's say, let's say, because I don't want to say male, female. I don't want to say whatever, but let's say, um, let's say partner A and partner B, right? Okay. Two equal parties. Partner A and partner B are driving somewhere together. Okay. Partner A is driving partner B is in the passenger seat partner A's cell phone goes off because they get a text message from a friend partner B grabs the phone and responds to the text message based on what partner A says partner A says just say this and partner B responds okay yeah you know where we're going with this because a friend of ours is in this situation so partner B responds right Okay. Should partner B tell the person they're responding to that it's partner B and not partner A that's responding? Answer honestly. What are your thoughts? How do you feel about that? Yes. You think partner B should let the person know, hey, it's it's partner B. It's not partner A talking right now. Oh, man, I guess not intentionally. No. They shouldn't, for their first thought, say, I am going to. So you don't think partner B should, like, the second that they answer this, they shouldn't say, hey, just so you know, this is so-and-so, but they're driving, so they said to say this, or they said this. This is their answer. You you don't think that should be the initial response? So let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. Would it be, so here's the thing. Partner A. I have reasoning. That's why. Okay. Ooh, excellent. What's your reasoning for why that's not. So my reasoning just why is because. I've been in a situation when I've done done said mm-hmm. actions and okay. I'm very straightforward with, hey, let so-and-so know I'm saying this. Okay. So but does the conversation continue without letting so-and-so know that it's partner B on the phone? Or I, well, well, because I'm telling so-and-so, I'll say like, hey, let so-and-so know you're saying this for me. That's generally what I'll say. But like, tell, tell. So you're telling, it's... so you're telling, you're telling your partner you're literally telling them when they're texting for you. Initially, the first thing you're telling them is let them know it's you, but that I'm saying this. That's what you're saying. I guess. Yeah, I really it sounds it sounds hmm. 
Well, my my let me reasoning. Just tell you this. Let me the just reasoning tell you this. for this. Okay. Hold on. The, okay. the reasoning is got because reasonings. if I didn't want that text message sent or responded to. No, even if you did, but you don't. So here's my thing. What your your reasoning is, is that it's just the convenience. I'm just I'm telling this person to do it. And so it's no big deal. Right. How about this? How about respecting the person who's being texted at that time so they know who they're talking to? That's where I'm going, because I don't want to. I don't want you to tell me anything that would be private directly to me, except you're leaving that open. If you're saying it's okay for partner B not to announce it's them. You're leaving it completely open. Like you could have said, respond this. And then the response coming back from the friend is something sensitive about them. Yeah. And that thing. Well, I've never I honestly my my reaction. So there was a a survey done about this. Really? Oh, yes. Something many people were asked this. Many people were asked this question. A large number of people were asked this question and we got responses and it was overwhelming, overwhelming. 98.7% of the people said it is disrespectful not to let the person that's being texted know that it is not partner A that is responding. They feel that is a, that is a violation of privacy that you should just out of the respect say, this is partner B. 98.7 bro. I think my, my reaction is that I wouldn't think to say something unless it was me telling someone else to respond that makes sense you should because what happens if you just grab your grab the cell phone and respend to respond? that opens up a whole nother question exactly because now, now you're now you're talking about now you're talking about a question that says fraud. are you okay with your partner just kind of grabbing your phone and doing whatever you want they want with it is that okay in the sense that I have nothing to hide that if you if you said no, I'm no, no, going no, no. to. That's not what I'm saying. I didn't say just do whatever. I, I'm not. I didn't say, okay. are you OK with allowing them to go on their phone when you allow them to? I'm saying, is it OK for them to go on it without your knowledge? So we should have personal privacy. I think you and me did talk about this before. And I, yes. I, I well, honestly were just bringing that. it up. You just brought it up as That's if why. it was going to be okay. It's like, oh, they're going to grab the phone. They should, wait, hang on a second. They shouldn't just grab the phone. There should be a mutual respect. That is true. So that, I, I, is at the, least the way I see it, dude, you would like the way I see it is, you know, no, there's nothing to hide. Exactly. However, it's your private property. Like there should be some sort of respect of privacy. Exactly. Right. And there are there are items of Amber's that are very private, that are hers, uh, that and I don't, don't go, go to through. at all. Exactly. Right. So. So you should. Respect I, I would, the, you should. Yes, you should exactly. expect the same. Right. And anybody really should. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is there's this kind of generational thing or this this kind of mental idea. I don't know this idea that, you know, being a certain way in a relationship where you're just like, oh yeah, we can just do this. And we, it, it, there, there's zero boundaries at all. You, you, it's you, almost like that's, it's a proof of how much you love somebody or trust someone. And like, I don't see it for me personally. I don't see it that way for me personally. I feel like there's some issues with something like that, but the initial conversation was about having the respect to let other people know that you're not the person who they're they're well, talking that's, to that's that's where i try to vary i don't think i don't do it every single time but try to always make sure to like if amber if i'm driving and amber's texting me is like hey let so and so know it's you just because that's a different conversation and your responses as well as yeah 
That's that's exactly literally that. Yes. So I should let you know this. Mm -hmm. I have been responding to a text message as you without saying it's you. And just so you know, you will be getting a visitor to your house this afternoon of the six foot four variety, 230 pounds, dressed all in leather. Have fun. What? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chris and Anthony. Just can't stop. We just can't stop. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Anthony Mullen. What's up, folks? So up? get ready, bro. You got you got somebody coming by today because I was texting them. They thought they were talking to you. It was me, and I didn't tell them that it was me. You, so when you say in the afternoon, what do you mean by the afternoon? Is what it time any is it time now? It technically is afternoon now. Okay, noon is at twelve. If it's if it's three p.m., what would you call that? It's still pushing before afternoon. Noon? Is it that's, before noon? What? No. Is it before noon? When is it? That's afternoon. Okay, 5 p.m. Is that before noon? That's early evening. No, 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 no. Is it before noon? No, it's not. When is it in, in, in reference to noon? At this point, we're still closer to noon, so I'll say afternoon. <laughs> so it could be. Until we cross time, that bro. threshold. Man. So I, just understand, I will be leaving. This evening. So when so when something when someone shows up and Amber I can't has to tell deal you, with this. Listen, I can't tell you whether Amber's gonna have to deal with it. I can't tell you how long they're gonna stick around. And even if you both aren't there, I can't tell you that they're not gonna go in and make themselves at home and wait for you. <laughs> but this conversation has been very interesting. Oh man. <laughs> what did you tell me? You see the dangers? Do you see the dangers of I see the dangers of this? Because <laughs> someone has someone thinks that I'm talking to them without it actually yeah. being me. And yeah. I just yeah, and you never I feel know. a little invaded. I feel a little invaded. Know. I feel like my identity's been kind of just you, stolen from me. Like I may part be of me invaded is, later. You may be invaded later. Like oh, a part of me has died. Man. Oh man. Yeah, this is gonna be a saucy episode, dude. Saucy episode. Oh, it's gonna be saucy. Uh, All right. At least with one of the topics we're gonna talk about. But I decided that I'm gonna hold off on that. I'm not gonna get right into cunnilingus yet. We're gonna get to there later. Uh the first thing we're gonna start talking about right here, my friend. Do you still play Pokemon Go? No. No? I think I have it on my phone still, but I, I honestly don't. Do you play Harry Potter? Wizards Unite? No. I don't have Pokemon did Go. You ever play the, did you ever play the Harry Potter game? I did start out? when it when it was a little bit of a fad. Uh, me and Claire. Fan? Yeah. We used to go back and forth in the Harry Potter Unite. Oh, I, that's right. And you would yeah. like, like, you know, like do like the tracing of the wand yep. and the monsters and the wands. collecting. Yes. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. What? Um, okay. Did you see this? Pokemon Go creator Niantic is taking on Transformers next. <gasps> oh, that's awesome. Polygon.com written by Michael McWhirter. Transformers heavy metal coming to mobile in 2021. Niantic, known best for its work on augmented reality games Pokemon Go, 
Ingress and Happy uh, Happy <laughs> Harry Potter Wizards Unite is tackling the Transformers next. A new AR game called Transformers Heavy Metal is coming to mobile devices later this year, and developer Very Very Spaceship and Niantic announced Monday. In Transformers Heavy Metal, players will join a group known as the Guardian Network and team up with the Autobots to challenge Decepticons. Players will uncover hidden regions across Earth to find resources and battle Decepticons in turn-based battles. First screenshots of Transformers Heavy Metal show Autobots like Bumblebee and Decepticons like Skywarp will be featured in the game. Not sure if you can see this on my phone, but look at that. Okay. kind of see that. That's not bad, dude. It's not bad. No. Um, so thoughts on are you going to be playing that? I definitely like to check it out. Transformers is cool. It's a fun part of my childhood. Um, more on the Beast Beast War side. Oh, what if they have the Beast Wars too? Well, like, so, th- so my thought like is Pokemon, like they'll have all the different all. ones and then you have to have a, a friend that you pick to, to be with you at all times. You're picking a Beast War Transformer? Yeah. Which one? Um, was there one that you love the most? Rat, rat Trap was hilarious and shit. Was it a rat? Yeah. He was kind of like a little spark uh, plug type character, little back talker, always got into trouble. Uh, but he was a rat. That was his big thing. But it makes you think so. Was he so was point. he smaller than the others because he was a rat? Um, he was he a little was smaller in rat form. No, he, he wasn't like a tiny rat, but like his actual like robot was smaller. It's kind of like a bumblebee where. But when he, he was turned a smaller, into a robot, he was a rat, right? A large rat. Like so it was the like, size of a car or less or smaller? Like a bicycle. Small car. Maybe like a bicycle, maybe a little bit bigger than a bicycle. Okay. What was Floor the biggest cycle. beast? What was the biggest beast? The rhino? Oh, shoot. Was it a rhino? No, I think the, big, the, the biggest they got. Um, they elephant? had an elephant, the T-Rex, Meg, uh, Megatron was a T-Rex. Wait, that's in a it. dinobot. But he was part a of beast. Was part of Beast Wars, but what? I guess oh, I never saw Beast Wars, so it was assume- it was weird. I assume Beast Wars were actually like like beasts, like like tigers and and lions. And they had they had some gorillas. They, had they did. Uh, the uh, Optimus Primus was a uh, gorilla, and uh, the whole the whole thing with Beast Wars was. Oh, so they did they just take the characters and morph them into beast versions instead yeah, of just that- kind of having them as their own thing, part of the universe? It was part of the universe. No. Um, no, yeah, it was not just the players ripped as monsters. It was it's like a kind of continuation part of the universe, but it was like a whole set of uh, Autobots and Decepticons that fell out of planet. I believe it was Earth. So and- is Optimus Primus just the title for this beast? It wasn't yes. like Optimus Prime. It's not like no, it was not Optimus beasts. Prime. It's I, Optimus Prime. No, it was I am not- now a gorilla. <laughs> Transform and gallop heard out. out. <laughs> heard out. Heard out. Um, they did have one of the original Decepticons show up. They had the spark of Starscream. Uh, came over and took over one of the uh, pterodactyls that was on the Decepticons, and that was pretty cool. Had like the OG like Starscream voice kicking in, and uh, oh, I wish I could do the Starscream voice. That's a hard voice to do. Megatron. Nah, he's no. more screechy because he screams too. I don't have, no, no, I don't, don't have that. Don't, don't, don't I don't, don't have do it anymore. It. I'm not gonna. Don't, don't do worry, it. guys. Don't worry. I'm not Anthony, gonna. Anthony, don't try it. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you gonna play this it's, game if it has the beasts? I would love to. Oh yeah, I play this. I'm gonna play it regardless. Uh, Meg, oh, okay. uh, trans, 
Transformers are cool. I remember the video games growing up, and it was always interesting where you had like the robot. I don't and you think I've ever drive. played a Transformers video game. I'll. I don't want to say it, but honestly, the first Transformers movie video game wasn't bad. It kind of <laughs> then why no, did no, you it, say you didn't want to say it? <laughs> well, because because it, there's part of it that's not bad that I liked is the transforming, like the transforming between monster, uh, not monster, from robot to vehicle form was very fluid. It was I think it was a trigger that you like kind of oh, hold really? and you would form. It was like you were in control of it, and the visual of the transforming of like Bumblebee back in the was it the the Shia LaBeouf movie? Shia LaBeouf. Shia, Shia LaBeouf movie wasn't uh it was it was different and kind of you know how would they make transformers look on the big screen and translated well then they did two other animated transformer games that really took that same motion that you were in control of when you were transforming and it was really part of a combat and made it fluid that uh, oh man i can't i'm going blank on that it was a uh, transformer war for cybertron and attack on cybertron and you followed different autobots and decepticons and, uh, you know, played out missions. They were like shooter-based games. Like it was like a third-person shooter. You was Optimus Prime. But then there would be moments that if you were to, tr- if you want to transform into your trucker, you can get some additional speed and hit like ramps and jumps to get into different, you know, locations in the game for fighting. Was it, it was open? Fun. It was open world? No, linear. Oh. That's one thing that threw me. I, I wasn't a fan of linear. I'm not a big fan of linear games. I like this one because it took you through a Transformers story arc and you took different well, uh, open worlds still players. take you through that, but it just also give you the option to kind of just play around in the in the map in the sandbox, you know, one mm-hmm. or the other. Like you can still do your story and take you through whatever, just like every other game that does that. But give me something now where I can just like, if I want to just drive around, I'm driving around. And if Decepticons come around, it's just random fights that are kind of happening. <sighs> you know what I mean? That'd be cool. Like G, like literally right, GTA, dude? GTA, right? but for Transformers. Watching but also the cops are Decepticons too. Yes. No, not even just the cops. Because what's the government agency that's trying to snag them too? So you have to watch out for them. Like there's going to be roadblocks and things where they're coming after you through from helicopters and shit. If you if you if you know you transform in the wrong area or the wrong neighborhood, people are calling the police to to inform them. Dude, come on. Who do we got to talk to? Hasbro. I wonder if we have anybody in contacts with Hasbro. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. That'd be interesting, right? It'd be very interesting see to if they see. can't do it that way, man. I would I would buy in and throw money at a Transformers open world game in that sense of GTA Spider-Man meets Transformers. That would be pretty cool. I don't know how. Have you played Avengers yet? I have not. I don't know how open world it is. I played a little bit of the beginning and it didn't seem mm-hmm. as open world. It felt like there was it kind of has to guide you a certain way. And I wasn't too much of a fan in, in some of the the you know the gameplay itself uh spider-man though spider-man and miles morales are just kind of right now those top open world type of game like those are the ones that you look at for superhero games right now right Mm -hmm. like what other open world superhero game can you think of comes to mind that is on that kind of level spider-man level were the arkham would you did you enjoy the arkham knight games arkham knight games were yes i did enjoy them they're very different dark. Than, very dark, very Batman. That it was aesthetically as Batman as possible in an open world Gotham. And you get to walk. Yeah, it's open world. Exactly. You can go wherever you want. You're not kind of bound to having to do the story. If you want to just kind of roam around and fight 
bad guys on the streets. You remember that? You'd be like swinging yeah. through the streets or driving through the streets and you hear somebody screaming for help. You go over and help them out, beat them up. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the uh, better renditions for it. I played, uh, I think I played Arkham, was it Arkham City, Asylum, and I watched parts of Night. Cool. I mean, how else are you going to do a Batman? Because you can't do it in the spider, uh, in the Spider-Man sense. Like you right. want this lively, uh, very light, very colorful, grandoso city for you to swing through. Where Batman, you want to be the dark, dark, gritty. Yeah, it's is that uh, no one enjoys actually being. Are they doing there. those anymore? They need to bring them back if they're not. I don't doing them. know. We need another they're... open world Batman games. And when I talk open world, let's let's do. Grand Theft Auto style, right? Like where it's interactive. Would you, whatever happened to codes or not even codes, but those cheat and hidden scenes like in Grand Theft Auto? Like, would you be down for having, wait, have you never played, have you never played, um, what do you call it? Uh, San Andreas? I know of the one. Which one? Which one? The hot hot coffee. What's the hot coffee for listeners that don't know what hot coffee is first. Tell them what San Andreas is. So, okay. So San Andreas has got to be one of the best Grand Theft Auto video games out there. Takes place Um, when it takes place. Nineties. Is it the nineties? Okay. Nineties. And I don't, uh, in San Andreas, which is, which is a, um, kind of like LA. Thank you. No problem. Uh, you want me to help you out here? Yeah, completely. But you, <laughs> but know, you know, it's gangs, right? And your yes, character it's a whole is, a gang gang is, is part of a gang. Um, is it you play CJ, right? CJ. And CJ has to try to capture neighborhoods and turn the neighborhoods his gang colors while he's go- running from cops and fighting off other gangs. And while he's doing all this, he's supposed to, you're supposed to have girlfriends. And I think that's a lot of the game. Oh, even Five has that, right? Five has where you have to have the girlfriend. Yes, you can always so, build the relationships. That out. happens. But, but this one had a thing called hot coffee. What's that about? So hot coffee is where one of the developers in this game in the that had created it had slipped in a little bit of a cheat code scene mini game, really, if you will, into it. That if you end up getting to a certain relationship point with your girl with your uh, partner, or your girlfriend. You would then bring them on a date and it would end with you driving up to their house and her saying, you want to go in for some hot coffee. <laughs> now, the normal game at that point lets it be and you, as you would uh, as CJ and the girl walk into the house. And then it kind of fades off. It and fades off. A little later, you come back out, get in your car and leave. He's kind of like looking like he's kind of tired or something like I'm like, all right. Well, if you would have had one of the OG discs. And I did. I wonder if I still have it. Dude. Because I, I, I wasn't able to sell it back. I wanted to sell it to GameStop to do stuff. And they were like, we can't mm-hmm. buy this one because it was with the original. I must have. I got to have that somewhere in a box somewhere. That's that's worth it to break, to crack Bro. out the old PS2. What because else? Because fi- what is, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not funny. You know, have, no, what this happens? is kind of funny. You actually get to go into the house and you have a full mini game. Of you having sex, where you change up the position and it's straight up, it's a sex mini game in the middle. <laughs> it's straight up, it's it's straight up like a little bit of porno mini mini game in a Grand Theft Auto video game. So you're gonna you telling me you don't think that'd be kind of fun to have that in an Arkham game? See Batman, Catwoman. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Um, D- DC would not. See? Could you pick? Could you picture DC being like? 
one of the officials or execs gets to that point like, oh, hey, wait, what's the fuck? Did we how did we let this get through? I'm glad you said that. Who's getting fired? I'm glad you said that. No, this is from the BBC dot com. <gasps> Have you seen any of the new Harley Quinn cartoon on Disney Plus or no, not no. Disney Plus. What's it on? It's, it uh, Hulu. Hulu. I don't is it Hulu? No, HBO Max. HBO Max. Oh. Have you seen any of it? Harley Quinn? No. What it's an I adult start? cartoon. Did you know that? Like, there's cursing in it. There's, like, killing. It's just, like, no problem. Um, I didn't know that. Wouldn't surprise me. The other uh, Suicide Squad movies that was, like, she was the uh, lead in, it had a sexual innuendo and swearing and killing. Yeah, the HBO Max show centers around the the titular DC Comics villain voiced by the Bang Bang Theory star Kaylee Cuoco. But it was a suggested liaison between lovers Batman and Catwoman that was deemed inappropriate as the characters had been originally aimed at children. The show's creator said publishers were worried about the superhero's brand. In an interview with Variety, Justin Halpern, Harley Quinn co-creator and executive producer, said it was, quote, incredibly gratifying and free to focus more on villains rather than the heroes on the Harley Quinn series because you just have so much more fun and leeway. Here's the rest of the quote. A perfect example of that is in this third season of Harley, we had a moment where Batman was going down on Catwoman and DC was like, you can't do that. You absolutely cannot do that. He added, quote, they're like, heroes don't do that. So we said, are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers? And they're like, no, it's just that we sell consumers toys for heroes. It's hard to sell a toy if Batman is also going down on someone. So apparently I- <laughs> there was supposed to be a scene in this show with Batman going down on Catwoman. Now, you know, if you really want to see that pull up Pornhub, you can find it. However, on the actual official Harley Quinn cartoon whether the scene actually exists animated and was cut out or just written some pen and, and paper <laughs> there's somewhere where there's a scene that in the ether it's canon that Batman was doing his duty and not being a selfish lover could you imagine if they had that in the video game though like you oh put in a code god. Oh my god! Would you be doing up, it? Up, down, down, left. For- Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! I literally just said you could pull up Pornhub if you want to look at that, and you're all yeah, about but it's watching in the, the video game. It's in the game. You're not. Are you not going to do it? Nah. What do I need to for? I got Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> We're not being sponsored by Pornhub yet. Not yet. We don't got, got to shout them out that much. It's coming when they see when they see the dildo you use for a microphone. They're going to enjoy. They'll definitely sponsor us. Um. But yeah, dude, that was headlines. When I saw that, I was like, what? Batman How? going down on Catwoman? What's going on, man? And then I saw, it. obviously, it's for it's for the Harley Quinn show. So they're looking at more of an adult-themed thing. It's a little overboard, though, right? Like, it's like, come on, guys. They're, Did they're you really like, think oh, DC was just going like, to be like, sure, go for it? You but know what you it know is? What? Why don't we bring Clark in? It's <laughs> <laughs> You know, just take a little butthole a little, do a little tweaking of the nips. <laughs> Anal from Superman, dude. I just told you this is gonna be a little, a little saucy. Episode. You don't ever, you're not, you're, you're never gonna walk, walk straight again. <laughs> I don't think you're ever gonna walk again. 
It's like the scene in White Chicks. Just the girls in the, the fucking it, shit out of your hips, bro. Just shatter them. It's Terry Crews and White Chicks where, oh, uh, where she's in the wheelchair at the very end. That's horrible. Uh, but anyway, yeah, interesting, huh? Like, like, what's the line of thinking there? To, you to know what like, the line of thinking it. is? It's no, it's smart. So what you do is you pitch them the extreme stuff. So when you start doing the soft pitches for like, I don't, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, how soft I mean, if they won't, I mean, like, I don't know the subtle side boob of uh, of Catwoman. They're like, all right, Bruce isn't going down on her. We'll allow the side boob just side, not complete just, topless. I mean, if they're going to be that blank that they can't sell toys, <laughs> I'm really saying no nipple is being shown. <laughs> they should. But. I get it. You want to sell toys. I mean, if they had Chris and Anthony Wait, toys, let if, me ask you something. If, if we had Chris and Anthony toys, we wouldn't want Chris and Anthony toys with our nipples being shown. Probably people wouldn't want to buy them after that. <laughs> he wants bat nipples, bro. We know that. Exactly. We know that. Um, Interesting. This is interesting stuff. Interesting world we're living in where the headline is about Batman going down on Catwoman. That is a very interesting world, man. Um, oh man. Um, what else? What else? Oh, you know what? I finished watching finally. Finally watched watching? all five episodes of Working Title. What a Hell fun yeah. show, dude! What a dude, fun show. I it makes loved me loved it. It makes me feel like, what the heck, dude? Why didn't they keep going? Like, there's so much you could keep doing with this. The characters are all funny. Like, after by the fifth episode, you're already like, you know who the characters mm-hmm. are and you see what's going down. Um, oh. Or who's going down? No, I'm just kidding. I, but dude, how funny, huh? Dude, um, that was a great series. I'm telling listeners right now, if you've not heard us talk about it before, I maybe think we may have mentioned it. I'm not sure, but we're definitely pushing it now to check it out. We're going to be creating a new YouTube channel here soon, and we'll let you know when that's coming up, and you'll be able to check it out there for sure. Uh, but to check it out, go to Vimeo.com and search up Cut to the Chase Productions. Uh, not Cut to the Chase Films, Cut to the Chase Productions. And the name of the series is called Working Title. It's got five episodes. Um, you're not going to be disappointed. It is. It is funny. It is funny writing. It's got that kind of office feel. The way it's shot, like that pseudo documentary thing. Um, but it's basically about people in the in the film industry who you know it, indie film industry that are actors trying to make it producers, direct, directors, writers that are all working on projects that are, it's basically the struggles, right? And I think if you've ever been in the industry or have, have done this, you're going to watch this and appreciate it for the accuracy for a lot of what they do and play around with in here. Uh, but it's funny, dude. The writing is very funny. The acting is, is hilarious. Uh, and like I said, the characters, they grow up by the fifth episode. You already have a feel for who everybody is. And so I'm like, okay, where's episode six? Oh, there isn't one. Uh, so I loved, uh, Honestly, I mean, by by episode five, you are completely right because you have grown to fall uh, to really get to know the characters too, like mm-hmm. um, Becky St. Clair. Freaking, <laughs> I love her. She Chase Palafonte. Chase Palafonte is dude, great. Dude. What's the name of his agent? I can't remember, but that dude's great too. Oh man! With the <laughs> and he starts acting at the very the last he's episode. Like, you know you, he's you, doing you, the lines you, from you, what that's from. He, What's no. in the box? You don't know what that's from? Oh, um, in the uh, box. Seven, seven, seven cents, right? No, seven. 
Se- oh, was it seven? It's just called seven. seven. Well, that's what that's what those lines are from, dude. It's so funny watching that. But yeah, man, it's a, it's a fun fun watch, and it reminds me of I used to be really into finding web series back in the day, because back in the day there was this kind of explosion of people realizing we could create whatever we wanted, and they'd have their own web series. They'd create their own series, film it, and just like this, and put it up on the internet. And you just went to their site and found and found it. There was one I used to watch, and I wish I. Could remember what it was called i'm going to try to look and find it but it was about like hipsters oh these kind of cool people living in williamsburg in brooklyn um but it was just like their lives just kind of hanging out their day-to-day thing and it the style of the filming and that kind of thing reminds me of this like that's what it reminded me of so when i was watching it today i was like man this just brings me back to kind of just watching web series like they're not famous actors directors writers nothing these are just people creating their own content for you to consume from home and um dude this for this one talk about production though it's a much higher production than some of the ones I used to watch. One of the things that I love about this is that you do have the pseudo docuseries style that it's modeled at that's modeled with, but because it's uh, talking about the indie film industry, you're seeing clips of films because that's what this, this follows. So the whole point of this is that you're following their films, films that are part of this world, not real films. Exactly. Uh, But you're following this production company, Chase Belafonte, and he's trying to pitch a film series to the to the production company. And that's where this docuseries is following the struggles of them getting to pitch this. But throughout the entire docuseries, there are these little kind of vignettes of of, as Chris said, the, the films that the production company is planning to make and those or have fin- made before. Yes. Yeah, those and are all the ones that they've are- made before, because what they're doing is basically showing you the actors and actresses and other projects that they've done with Chase Belafonte. Like, that's the idea behind seeing those. Uh, and then you keep getting this idea. So they've all worked together before. They have produced things before. And now we've just got we've, we seem to come to a time where the story that we're seeing is where the the studio or the investors are not i decided they're not going to give as much money as they were going to and so now they all have to figure out how to do this with the little they have uh but yeah dude i, I finally watched it it was awesome loved it oh man i'm so excited i i honestly you talking about it has uh, makes me want to kind of go back and jump rewatch a few of the episodes this week uh man it's exciting um very quick watch i recommend it out to for everyone Oh, yeah. They're 20 minute episodes, 20 to 25 minute episodes. There's only five of them. Unfortunately, I'm telling you when you're done watching it, you're like, oh, man, I want to like, what's the next one? I want to see. You what know happens what? Next. Watching it for the first time, my the way I've been pitching it to people and telling how I felt about it is like watching Letter Kenny for the first season or even those very the very beginning short skits where it, before it became something and it, it was given the given the opportunity to grow. Um. So, yeah, I finished watching that. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was Poltergeist. Poltergeist has a new... So a friend of the show, um, we have his commercial at the beginning of the shows, the past yes. few episodes, and the front the beginning of this episode as well. Uh, is We talked about him one time in the past. We played, played one of his songs on, mm-hmm. on our show. I had yeah. him on Out of the Shadows. Yes, he came did. on to, for an interview. He's also coming on for our Evil Dead episode coming up this in a few weeks. Um He's a horror rapper for anybody that didn't listen to the episode. He's a horror rapper and he raps basically about 
characters and movies, horror movies. So certain, you know, horror characters or movies. He's done Michael Myers. He's done, you know, um, Mars Attacks. He's done. Guys, this is I'll tell you, this is someone that I'm not. I, I like hip hop. I like, I like rap. I don't listen to it on the regular. This is someone that I do have in my playlist because it's different and unique. And it's fun, especially and, if you do like the slasher films and these horrors. Yeah, and he's got a he's got a new track that's coming out. He had people vote on what they wanted to hear, really? and the people have spoken. He's got a new track coming out Friday, so today's Thursday. If you're listening to this on the day we release it, it's Thursday, so that means tomorrow. Check out his YouTube, his Instagram. It's Poltergeist OD. Um, he's got a new track a coming for that for- link tree as well. There you go. So he's got a new one coming and the track is called Leatherface. You know where Leatherface is from? Uh, Texas. Correct? <laughs> not like like not like what state he's from. Like what's the character from, dude? Was You're it? almost there. You're almost there. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There you go. There you go. 73? I'm not mistaken, right? No. Bet no, wrong year. What year? So I want to say it was 76, but now I got to look it up. Now you got me questioning myself. Uh-oh. I'm questioning the horror master himself. I'm making the horror master himself question. Uh-oh. 1974. Uh-oh. So 1974. Yeah. Okay. I went over. Anyway, um, yeah. Leatherface is coming out. So guys, check it out. It's look, the dude knows how to rap. The dude knows his horror um clever lyrics it's it's typically super brutal as well like he holds no you know he, he pulls no punches so check it out poltergeist got a new new track coming out tomorrow leatherface and that's it i was gonna ask you what you wanted to talk about but i gotta go back to work dude because we do this on my lunch now so yeah you kind of hijack what do you got to do go ahead and uh promote your stuff tell them where to find whatever all right guys please uh, make sure to support Kristen Anthony just can't stop on our Instagram and Twitter's at Kristen Anthony JCS uh, because we just can't stop as well as head on over to that Facebook Kristen Anthony just can't stop show the support show the likes uh, make sure you do hit uh, follow for us we have a YouTube in the works it's gonna be coming out to you so I'm very we're very excited to be able to bring you guys our, our video content as well as on our social medias we have our link tree as I was saying before uh, click that you'll be able to follow the links to our uh, friends and their content specifically the poltergeist and Chase Belafonte's with working title if you want to follow other content that I do such as my Dungeons and Dragons podcast and twitch stream, uh, podcasters you check that out at podcasters tabletop gaming as well as t- podcasters underscore tabletop gaming to be able to find that uh, on our website at bicbp-radio.com uh, but most importantly please uh, hit follow like subscribe on all of those for us we really appreciate that it really helps chris where else can they find you you're all right <laughs> yeah man Dude, you you drove the conversation today so i just been bottling up like what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And it's like, <laughs> tell them where to go. And I'm like, okay, uh, this is where you should go. <laughs> I like the, I like the way you say, this is where you should go. You should open it every time. All right, Anthony, tell them where they got to go. This is where you should go. Just like, <laughs> you got to remember that for next week. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Hit up the website, BICBP-radio.com. Hit, hit up all the socials Anthony told you about. Uh, other than that, Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys. Peace.